All right, welcome back to Server Restart In. That's not recorded, right? <laughs> it's a World of Warcraft podcast where three opinionated Don't players cut that get out. together to That's discuss their, their thoughts and opinions about the current state of the game. My name is Jim. I am joined by Kristen. <laughs> and by Brian. Hi. And uh, there's, some, there's some stuff to talk about this week. Good luck maybe. naming the, the episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you just throw it in. I don't know like, if I could spell that. All you need to do is just hold your Google Assistant up to it. <laughs> like, I don't okay. <laughs> oh my anyway, God, I'm crying. So, yeah, we just started for 30 seconds. And there's, uh, there's a few things out. Uh, TBC Classic's been out for about a week now. The Dark Portal is opened. And apparently... If you were an idiot and decided that you were going to go out there before it opened and pick up a quest to get a tabard, not realizing that it was going to go away when the dark portal opened. Screwed. I wish I wish somebody would have put somewhere, and maybe that somebody did. I don't know some sort of comprehensive. Hey, do this shit before, before the dark opens. portal opens. Yeah, or you'll never be able to do it again. Yeah. So, which I mean. Whatever, it's a tabard. Does the tabard? No, it takes you to the dark portal. I think it's got it on use. Really? Yeah. No. Oh. no. It has something. That's super shitty. Then definitely. It's got. It, it does something where, like, when you click it, it. Yeah. Um, I thought it teleported I'm you. A, it says, uh, "Show how heroic you are." That's it. Oh. Oh. So show how heroic yeah. you are by teleporting to the dark portal. Yeah, <laughs> well, no. But... <laughs> so no, it's probably one of those things where it flexes and shines or some shit like that. Oh, but still, it'd be cool to have it. I mean, you know, yeah. a tavern you can't normally get. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe when they start doing progression servers, who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I but, mean, so maybe. yeah. So the dark portal opened. Uh, I haven't gone through it yet. Uh, oh. I was leveling a paladin, and then I got out of the starting area, and like the whole like leveling experience just kind of dropped off. Like the bottom fell out because mm. having to go into the old world for leveling. Really oh yeah, just, this feels kind of awkward, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, because it's like they give you stuff to go here, but like you get up there, like they sent me to Ashar, and I'm like, oh, I'll just go out the no, Ashen Vale. <laughs> The where the splinter tree mm-hmm. outpost yeah. is mm-hmm. not so. I went out the um northwest entrance and went up the river like I used to do from Ogremar and all that stuff. And then everything was like level 30, and I'm like level 23, and I'm like, Ooh, I'm gonna be skating by some bears here. And <laughs> it was, yeah, it was rough, but was that for is that when we, yeah, when we also went out to. Zogram's What's it called? stretch or whatever. Yeah. Oh, with all Strand. the Naga. Zogram Strand or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I was doing some stuff out there, and it's just like, okay, I really don't want to have to get Shredder pages, but, you know, 
But I will. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It just, it just fell out. It is, it is funny, like how, um, how different the, the quest design is. And you could tell how much they learned, uh, from before when they implemented TBC. Oh yeah, you and definitely how much more fluent it is in comparison. You definitely can feel the difference, and you can it just the cohesiveness kind of like drops out because everything is not it's not as centralized as uh like the Blood Elf starting areas were, you know, because it's like it was uh, even though you had to run to like there was like three or four different like main quest hubs and ghost slams or whatever, and you were kind of running between all three of them. You know, while you were leveling up, they weren't necessarily that far away from each other. And there was still enough to do to where you didn't feel like, oh, I'll have to travel across this giant ass map on foot, avoiding the center roadway because there is a alliance, major alliance outpost along there. So then I got to go around it, mm-hmm. you know, just to go run out to the beach to, you know, do stuff. And then come back, and then you know, take the flight path, and it's—I don't know—it's you can definitely feel the difference. Not that it's bad, I guess. I mean, but it's just not ideal. Yeah. Well, I also think the challenging part is like, um, being on Pagel as Horde means that you're on that, you know, whatever it is, ninety-five five percent split. Yeah. And it's just not even doing the quest in the open world. Aside from the Blood Elf area, it's just hard to find people to group with. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, and that's it's part not... of it is that you know it's like you're playing a boosted tune because you wanted to go out into the Outlands, which is fine, you know. And it's just like half the time I log in, nobody else is logged in. Yeah, because we only have a couple of you know people that are playing playing and stuff like that right now. Um, so it really limits the pool because trying to get somebody to come out is to come back to freaking Ashenville while they're out, out in like Zanger Marsh and shit like that is like, it ain't going to happen. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. it might be a small horde community, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's helpful. Yeah. I mean, every, I mean like these people have probably been playing right on the on these on, on this server since classic came out yeah and they've already like solidified their clicks yeah so like you know they get the help they need from their insular group probably and then they just sit and looking for group and just talk about the most stupid things mm. uh it's not too bad it's not too bad on the server but it is you know, it was worse it in does fucking retail weird. than it was in bc I would say like uh, the smaller community on the server makes it a little bit more refreshing to be like just be able to play and be done, um, yeah. But yeah. Again, it does suck to not have that you know pick up and go type it, um, it, it, group it, situation for quests and stuff like that. It mm. does bring me back to like the way Lich King was when you had the same people in like trade chat or in looking for group running their mouths, so you started to recognize names and then. It was just like you had like the troublemakers, and you would know who they were. And like, wasn't there? I can't even remember something. It was like Danny T or whatever, like on Shadow Song and Lich King. It was just like he was doing something. There was a guy named like Orconomus or something like that. 
that was just a shit disturber and you could just like fucking just troll him. And he was, it was just like, you know, it's like he had those kind of characters. No, yeah, I remember. Around. I remember in, in BC there was somebody called uh, Jalapeno or something like that, but they spelled it like Jalapeno, you know, intentionally without the tilde. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember them, they would get on and say something about like, I don't remember what server we were on at the time, Earth and Ring or something like that. And, it would be like a server, ask me your questions, and people would just troll and troll and troll the shit out of this person. But they'd still get on and do it nonstop over and over and over. Huh. You know, like talk to people and, and uh, carry on conversations and stuff. It was really cool because a lot of that type of stuff we don't have anymore yeah, um, yeah. in when, retail. When they joined all like the server groups and all that stuff, it kind of really killed that. And whenever you have yeah, like your zones where they, it's just like, like all the servers, like the main cities and all that stuff. It's just, it's very, I don't and know. If it don't has that tight knit, like even if you, t- even if you are become, you know, um, synonymous for being an asshole or whatever, like there's still not that situation, you know, like, mm-hmm. well, part of that too know. is you can go out there and be a motherfucking asshole. You can go out there and do whatever the fuck you want. But you can always change your character. You can always transfer it. You can always, yeah. Do, do they have name changes? Can you buy a name Not change? Not no. No, I don't mean in mm-hmm. BC. You I, can mean, only... I mean in retail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 10 bucks. Yeah, so you can change your name so nobody's going to know it was you. You know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, you can make new tunes and boost them and all. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like there's mm-hmm. so many more ways to remain. Anonymous. Anonymous, yeah. and Or to like drop, basically aggro drops yeah. for like server hatred. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like they've made it so that these kind of people don't like are like ninja looters, which isn't really a thing anymore per se. You know, it used to be such yeah. a big thing though. And like and if you did it, you were blacklisted yeah. cuz you couldn't change your fucking name. You had yep. no option but to server transfer re-roll. or reroll. Yep. You know, and they didn't have boost so you couldn't get right back into it. So there were enough consequences to uh, for bad behavior, for being ostracized and all that stuff, and just, like, the punishment for it just was just, like, built into the way the game was at the time, and you really couldn't get away from it. So you were kind of forced into behaving, you know, basically. It, it's almost like, like a law enforcement type thing, but not really because it, not, there's no, like, yeah, whatever. I don't, but you know what I mean? But it's just like you had this structure there that kind of forced you to fall in line and like not be an asshole as much. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that definitely does not exist. Anymore. Nope. Yeah. No. Uh, I think a lot of that goes hand in hand, though, with the accessibility or the action RPG orientation that it's taken, you know, over the years. Yeah. So. Because there's a lot to be said that you can actually go in, pick it up, and be productive within an hour of playing or so, yeah. then drop it and come back even a few days later. So, like, it's hard to say what the trade-off is overall and like how to feel. I think the cool thing about classic and the way it's implemented now is that the majority of people that go back and play it after they play it the first time, like myself, now I'm not addicted to it. Like, I could drop it right. and come back in a few days and feel fine. When I played it originally, I remember oh, I was playing yeah. it non-stop, man. Yeah. Like, it was, like, crack yeah. at that point. So, 
Um, yeah. I'm kind of happy the way it's implemented in it. You know, after experiencing the evolution of WoW in retail, has kind of given me an appreciation for just going back and, you know, enjoying certain aspects of the game that I might not have had a chance to yes. enjoy before. So I definitely like it more casual friendly. Mm-hmm. And but I think that that is an age thing, right? So, yeah, maybe so. Because back when I first started playing, I did not have the responsibilities that I have now. You know, I was just working and that was it. And I didn't, you know, I wasn't married, didn't have cats, didn't, you know, it was just, it was just me. Don't blame the cats. <laughs> didn't have gyms. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, and that was it. You know, you didn't have all of that, all of I had more time to just, yeah. you know, and now I, I, I don't, you know, I have, I don't. We, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have that time. You know, we have, you know, responsibilities. We have, you know, family engagements. We have cats. We have, you know, don't blame cats. the cats. Don't blame the cat. I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying that. It sounds that, like she's blaming you. I'm not. She's, she's not blaming them. They're, they're actually the problem. So. <laughs> You know, uh, you you know what I mean? So our perception has changed, you know, of, of what is acceptable time-wise to spend in a game, you know? And so I appreciate Mm -hmm. being able to just go in and do, you know, a dungeon if I just need to do a dungeon or, and and it doesn't take five hours (laughs) to do the dungeon, you know? I mean... Going into Some classic, did, didn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wailing caverns. I'm looking at you. Oh god! Oh, that, I mean, like Mythic Plus. Some of those dungeons took us forever. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of those. I mean, okay, sure. Uh, when we were when we were reaching for yeah. for higher keys and, and I mean, stuff like that, like, like yeah, well, even like so. Higher keys aside, like just the the difference between like. What is required for group content between the classic and the or PC or whatever in retail is just completely different. You know, it's like you had to when you were going to get people to do a dungeon back then. It's like you had to kind of really, you know, work together like pretty effectively to do anything. But yeah, but like now it's like you just form a, a five man and, you, and like you just a fucking dungeon finder. You go in. Nobody talks. You blow through shit and you get the fuck out. Yeah. You know? Yep. And it's just, it's not. You know, it's funny. It's funny you talk about that because I think it still would be interesting if they did like an alternate classic game where they have like the dungeon fighter in it. You know what I mean? Because even in classic by itself, like, Originally, I didn't do a lot of the dungeons. Um, there's a lot of stuff like certain the one like I know there's at least one Dire Maul wing I never did originally, and even the ones I did do that were a little bit more challenging and time consuming, I only ran them like one time. You yeah. know, I wasn't like an over and over and over person back then. So I think it'd be interesting to have an alternate type of game. You know come back out where they add the dungeon finder in mm. or a type of system like that where you could go like classic plus. jump in jump out 
Yeah, it's something like that. You know, I think it'd be kind of cool if they did something like that where it'll, you know, maybe Classic only runs for a year or six months or something like that, but everybody can just kind of power through the content to experience it in a different way, you know, mm. um, as not to offend anybody that might have a hard on for the way things should be or whatever well, it, that means. It shouldn't you know? be, uh, it shouldn't be something they do instead of, but if they were to do it right. like yeah, in course, addition right. to, right. you know, or just right. make servers where you go on, you make a character that's, you put it, they're, they're put at like a max level bracket and you just put in Dungeon Finder, you know, and like you make the character at a certain level and like you don't have to like level or anything like you're just going in there to do dungeons. You know yeah, like I mean? there's no there's no competition there. Nobody's going to win an award for being the best or the quickest or whatever it may be. Oh, so you, you could do that. You could put in just I think it'd be if you I think it'd be kind of cool. You could do like the, the classic invitational where you make characters and you have. Like everybody starts with a certain set of gear, like that's whatever level, and it's like you have to go through. Because I, I would even say that if you were kitted out with raid gear, some of those dungeons, if you if they were the equivalent level, would still be fairly, fairly difficult. You know, scale everything up to max level sixty, give everybody, you know, uh, a certain level of gear, and just do like leaderboard stuff. And it's mm-hmm. it doesn't have the whole world. It's like your characters go into a lobby, you form like, you know, like at the start of a battleground or whatever, and it's just like a little like you make like a whole little town that's just like, you know, dungeon uh headquarters or something like that. And mm. you form groups up and you can go talk to somebody and they queue you up and you go in and you go through the dungeon. Mm. You know, and just have it be like a subset thing where if people are interested in doing that you can go do it, you know, and it's just like mm-hmm. your character can have like an achievement thing, like you completed this and, you know, or, you know, show, you know, and like put that shit outside of a regular game for the competitive type, you know, and honestly, maybe, maybe do that for like, you know, I mean, they kind of do that for the mythic uh, plus invitational stuff, the mm. MDI or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that, but, like, if you were just to take that completely out of WoW and take, like, you know, take the character creation and make a whole new zone and just have it be just a dungeon, like, the, the main hub is just a one city that you can't leave, you know, and it's just, like, it's, like, you just queue for dungeons, and that's all you do. It's, like, you don't necessarily get anything, or or, you know, you could even put in... Uh, you know, uh, some some different currency and get like cosmetic pieces of gear, you know, mm-hmm. like, and you could earn things and you could have like really cool looking, you know, and have it just be just like a scoreboard thing and a, and mm-hmm. a transmog thing, right? And that's kind of how you, you know, basically flaunt your your achievements, kind of thing. You know, it's just like your character becomes important just because, you know, you were able to get the good gear and all that stuff. And, you know, and they just build that kind of community. And But take it outside of regular WoW, you know, because then you'll see with the player base that's left, maybe it's not all just like the hardcore people that are just to do dungeons and stuff. And I don't know. It'd be an interesting thing. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that would be interesting. Definitely. 
aside from that, as far as uh, BC is concerned, it's just out. And um, <laughs> I saw I saw a few people on Twitch, the hardcore people, um, going at it pre seventy in the raids that you can any raid that you can get to. I don't know if they're all like you can get all you can get into all of the raids at sixty eight. It used to be a thing, and I know in the original game, like you could get into ZG at like 58 or 56 yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 58. Molten Core was definitely 58. You could do Molten Core at 58, because I did. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that were, there was a raid going on on Twitch. They were in um, Girl's Lair, which is one of the tier four raids. And they were, um, I think the healer was 69, level 69 or whatever. So um, the hardcore is already raiding and doing heroics to a certain extent. Yep. Um, and obviously, like, I think um, there was even some folks that got 70 uh, fairly quickly, but it's not super dramatic right now. So pretty easy going. The only funny thing that I actually read this week was that there was a gym um, for jewel crafting like the sea spray one, like the the ones that yeah, are supposed the, to come out with Black Temple or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh, they found it in the uh, jewel crafting, you know, daily cooldown or whatever quest. Mm. Um, yeah, and that it's it, not it, supposed it, to be out yet. Oh no, <laughs> that's kind of funny. But I mean, that kind of shit's gonna slip through when you try to like kind of like because it didn't release at like two point oh one. You know what I mean? It was right, right, right. like a midway patch that they kind of like merged down that they laid flat for the launch or for the pre-patch <laughs> and stuff. And somebody wasn't happy with my <laughs> assessment. But sorry. No, no, that's fine. That's life. Uh no, yeah, it's just there's bound to be stuff like that. Like there was an issue with greens not really giving the uh appropriate stats that it said it was gonna give or something like that. Oh right? yeah, I read about that too. Like, that was funny. I think like questing greens or whatever, like it would say something on it, but it wasn't actually like giving you the bonuses or whatnot or something like that. Hmm. I don't know. Uh there was another thing with TBC aside from that too, is that some servers were experiencing really heavy queues, so they instituted some free server transfers. Mm-hmm. And it was all, like, PvP servers for the most part. And it was all to other PvP servers. And maybe not all of them, but, like, they were never, like, allowing any horde to transfer to Pagel. Like, it's like you could, yeah. go, you could go from... A, <laughs> if you were on a specific server, you had a few options for where you could go you could go to one of two servers and that was it. And I just like, why aren't you shunting somebody to like some place where there's like no horde? Well, like, okay. <laughs> so like the numbers, like, well, they weren't even filtering. They weren't even filtering off, um, Alliance from Pagel either. There was no Alliance, you but know, there hey. was also no Q on. Pagel. Well, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, but the imbalance there should be something they consider beyond just the, the weight to get on or something like that. Yeah. The, it, it wasn't, they weren't looking at anything other than just the cues to re- try and reduce the queue times. They were working to, I think, or they were just working on queue times, not like actually balancing, which is kind of annoying because 
there's some place I was looking, and I don't know if these numbers are true or not, but like there's like 2,500 or something like that players on Pagel. Is like, I don't know, it wasn't 3,000, but it was more than 2,000. And like, again, like 3% of that was something like, there's like 105 or 150 Horde players mm. versus. Uh, uh, you know, a thousand and a half or something like that, or almost two thousand fucking, or over two thousand. I, I don't remember the exact number, but like that many alliance, and it's just like, you know, it's like throw us a fucking bone. Either fucking start merging some of these servers so that we can fucking deal with it, and because like I'm not gonna pay fifteen fucking dollars to move. You know, it's just like I, I don't want to do that. Like either fucking shunt some people over to us, or you know. Get rid of some of these alliance. <laughs> Get rid of some of these alliance. <laughs> well, it's, it's just the fact that, like, who's going to... If all the quest hubs that are overlapping between Horde and Alliance are full of Alliance taking quest objectives, in in general, right, like, or even farming stuff at the end when you, you know, get into raiding and stuff like that, there's no incentive for a horde to come or a horde guild or a group of people, or whatever, to come to the server if it's overloaded with alliance, regardless yeah. of the queue. Yeah, you know, you, you lose the the ability to well to do anything. It's it's interesting because it's the inverse on retail, right? Inverse, reverse, whatever. Uh on retail, there's too many horde and not enough alliance and the alliance are upset about that because they can't find people to do stuff with on the alliance side mainly mythic plus um Mm -hmm. whereas so they're trying so so we're complaining about the same thing but on retail as well so it's interesting to see you know that it's i i they didn't have that before because they balanced they made it. They locked servers, so you couldn't make yeah. characters wherever you wanted. They were careful about server balance, and they're not now. And you can clearly tell, you know that yeah. that is impactful. You know, it kind of sucks. Like it's not that difficult. You know, mm-hmm. even even the velocity of people creating new characters or or whatever it is, there should be a balance there where it stops. Like. And- and honest- or, or give give incentives to, um, give incentives to certain sides to level characters or bring characters there or something of that nature, right? Like aside from the free server transfers, give horde a reason to be horde on that side. Where I don't know what well, it would be, but like I don't some sort of like temporary bonus to attract hmm. more. I don't know about that. I think what they could do to fix it was is they could you they could make it so when you want to do stuff with your friends, it doesn't matter what server you're on. Like with the cross, um, like cross party stuff. Well, not cross realm, but the cross party. Well, I guess cross realm too, but mainly the, like, so if you want to do dungeons and stuff like that, you can do dungeons with real ID people, friends. Right. Um, or I don't know if them coming over to your world would necessarily work because I'm thinking of streamers, who just get entire raid groups 
of their people coming over to certain realms and demolishing yeah. shit. You know what I mean? So I don't know that that would actually work. I've but never if, experienced that. But if you, I, I watch a bunch of streamers who do that. So. I'm just saying when I stream, I never experienced Oh, that. <laughs> right. Uh, but, <laughs> but if you made it so doing content like raiding, um, I, I really absolutely, I despise the mythic plus or not mythic plus the mythic, uh, Reading, the lockout on cross Yes, rating. for mythic rating. Until 100 yes. has Let people it. play on whatever server they want to play with and let them play with their friends regardless. Then you could do that. You could lock. No, the what they need to do is just is servers. just abstract the idea of servers in general. And you just log into the game and it just works. It's just one it big, be that. It's just one big server with different shards. Yeah, the reality is it works the same way, but you never see the difference. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it should be in a way that you never see the same person twice, right? Um, but I'm sure they have enough blended technologies well, where they could come up with a solution where you can abstract all the different servers but, and just coexist. But that's what I'm talking about, though. They wouldn't have to do that if they... You could log into your server, right? And if you're you will see the same people all the time because they're the people on your server. But if it's balanced between Horde and Alliance, um, and then you just you want to go run a dungeon, you could run the dungeon with your friends from different servers, right? But you could still go be on your world and have it be a balanced world. So mm-hmm. you might not, if they're not on the ser- same server with you, you might not be able to go out into the world and do quests with them, uh, which is arguably more important in vanilla than it is on retail now because they don't have any quests where you really need to have friends on your server to do anything because nothing hmm, is really friends? that hard, right? But in vanilla, you did. It was There was you know a number of quests that you really wanted to have friends with. Like Cruel's Intentions? Yeah. Like I'm thinking like all the, all the time. strat stuff and, and Scolomance, like Eastern Plaguelands and shit like that. You know what I mean? Western Plaguelands. But you know what I mean? So you could balance it and you could have it balanced and it wouldn't impact end game gameplay because you'd still be able to play with the people that you wanted to play with. You just go in and do it, you know, via the real ID or, you know, however communities or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But you'd still be able to have that sense of community in your, you would always see the same people in your trade chat. You would always see the same, yeah, a good or bad thing, depending on how the community is. But you would still be able to build up that community. And sure, you wouldn't, sometimes you would make friends with those people and you would play with those people and sometimes you wouldn't. You know what I mean? So you wouldn't have to worry about just having one server and not seeing everybody because of the sharding. You would still have that community on your server, but it wouldn't take away from your ability to actually do content if your server was, you know, if you didn't have people on your server. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? No, I, I, I think I just a, fixed all of Blizzard's it, It's a long-term problem. Yeah, yeah, it's a long-term problem that, and it's hard too because like all the technologies in terms of scaling um, users, you know, in a in a cloud-based world, from a software engineering perspective, those things just don't work the same way when it comes to uh, an online game. 
mm-hmm. you know, just because all that, all those types of technologies that work really well when it comes to tons of users at one time, you know, it can't work in a state like machine that requires everybody to be within that same so-called instance. Right. Okay. I think that's where segmenting starts to come in place to alleviate some of that. But even in the case of World of Warcraft, it's not even the zones are not a segmented, um, you know, uh, part of the game, right? It's they're they're seamless essentially. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to actual, um, you know, activity in the world when you run around, if you actually run through, I think it was, um, oh gosh, Nexus Sepulchre. What is that zone called? Silver Pine. Uh, Silver Pine and Sepulchre. Silver Pine. Selpoker, whatever. Um, fuck you, Jim. Uh, the uh, <laughs> thank you. The the mages, the mobs that are down there. When you run up to them, you see them cast their default spells. Yeah, they cast the the what, ice shield. So what's that? What that's telling you is that per the server, those mobs aren't fully initialized until somebody goes into the area. So if you were to go there and see that they have that, uh, like um, you know, ice shield or whatever up and it's already been on that means that somebody's been through there that has initialized those mobs to be in or mm. active on the server at the time like the server might track it's a proximity sensor yeah exactly but the, the reality is like it they they activate and deactivate zones based on activity of people actually coming through them right mm. um so they have a different way of, of scaling the world and balancing that out but in the end when you get everybody into one location, right, there's just no other way to do that when it comes from an unlimited perspective. Or, you know what I mean? Like, naturally, you want to see the server, you know, if, if something's going on, like the Encourage event or whatever like that, you want to see all that badassness right there. Mm-hmm. But the reality is the tech is just not there to support you know, well, even yeah, that, even that many concurrent people uh, even, in one spot. You even know? with what sixteen years of uh, technological advancement, when they redid that stuff in WoW Classic, it was still a shit show. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was still yeah. laggy as fuck because I, I don't know if it was the the. The, the game server. There's a good chance they probably didn't change their tech on the software side to match up with the modern technology because reality, right. reality is that was probably more of a processing and memory type um, limitation yeah. they had. And they could have done more and maybe they did do more than they did before. They did. But the reality is like they just can't, you just can't slice those things up separately at a certain point because again, it's just a state type machine. You know what I mean? Like yeah, these, no. these things... Yeah, it, and that's what sucks about the, the gaming stuff in general, you know. And there's really, there's only one game that's actually tried to do the all-in-one solution a very, very long time ago. And there might be other games, but one that comes to mind is, was called Wish. And it was coined the uh, Ultimate MMO or something like that. I don't know. Um, it sounds I was in the beta. Familiar. It does sound familiar. Yeah, they canceled the game after they did the... The uh, one of the stress tests that they did, they it wasn't feasible. Was there was that a new what, game like newer? Yeah, it was supposed to be. Oh no no no! I mean, this was a. Uh, I mean, within like the oh, last five, five years or so. Oh five, oh four, oh, oh five, okay. oh six, oh seven, something like that. But the concept was, you just log in, 
There's no separate servers. There's nothing like that. It, I don't know if it was going to be a zoned world or a seamless world, but um, but you wouldn't uh, have different servers. And I remember being, I was on one of the stress tests that I think worked successfully, but thereafter there was a few different more, uh, more of them, and they wound up canceling the game completely and selling off the assets um, because it wasn't feasible. Um, yeah. So it's very, I don't know, it's a very interesting topic in general because it just explodes so much further out. And even still, like in this day and age, you'd think that like you could have something like this and have everybody because it would be badass, and especially in WoW's case, to have every single character and guild and stuff all in, it would get annoying to have that many people on the same server. But mm. you know, to be able to see the 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 environments and stuff like that be that uh, filled with people and stuff going on would be really 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 cool um i mean you say again, it would be to annoying. a certain extent to a certain extent but i i feel it would make like the cities feel like actual lived in cities you know what i mean like bustling metropolis like like you're in new like a capital mm. city would other be than like the new people York. that sit and block the badge vendor that's what <laughs> that's what like, overcrowded servers they block the badge vendor that's always been every freaking uh I think it was um, Cataclysm that finally added the the block, the, the click through or whatever, and the dis the well, dismount zone. Well, there was a dismount zone, and I think they blocked out a certain area where you couldn't get to the NPC. That makes sense. Like, like you, you couldn't. couldn't stand it was a physical barrier. It was a physical barrier around them or something like that. Well, they should just do it like they do in the bank in Undercity, but make it so that you yeah, can't Yeah, just put them behind the, the thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Or, it's even like that in Silvermoon. Like, they're behind a counter. And, yeah. Yeah, but, that's yeah, funny. Though. That would make it kind of annoying, but... I don't know. It would also... Wow, Wow's problems over time are just interesting in general. Yeah. Well, so, that's a lot of Burning Crusade stuff. Um, there's been some... New stuff coming out for nine one. Um, one of the first things is like they've actually had an official post on how uh, the how to obtain flying in Shadowlands. Uh, apparently, yeah, like they got rid of Pathfinder. There's not okay. gonna, there's not going to be Pathfinder. Uh, it's going to basically be based on doing your Covenant storyline. Uh, it's you're not gonna be able to get it until the second week after it goes live because you have to do because I think you have to get up to renown rank forty four. Do you think somebody gets a promotion every time they come up with an idea to gate something? <laughs> I mean, it's it's not gated behind it's a, the first thing. The first thing they do when they start um, planning a new patch or or new content cycle is it say okay we have to gate at least one thing what's it going to be well. <laughs> that's they they form they form their entire product cycle around what's going to be gated okay we're going to gate this thing how can we do this well Kristen chime in with the uh, <laughs> um they they uh, taking money from us for no good reason. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man. So yeah, so you know you have to get renowned forty four. Um, 
which you're going to be doing. That's just part of the storyline stuff. Uh, you'll probably get that pretty quick. Um, you, let's see, complete the quest, The Last Sigil, which is chapter 12 of the Covenant campaign. So how many chapters do we have already? Nine? I think we've had nine. So I think in the first two weeks we'll have three more, or a minimum of three more that we'll get through. Um, and once you get it, uh, you'll get the achievement. Is it an achievement? Uh, it's a consumable, I'm sorry, called Memories of Sunless Skies. And once you use it, it unlocks account-wide the ability to purchase the writing skill. So for just the four main Shadowland zones. So you can't fly in Orbos, you can't fly in the Maw, and you can't fly on the new continent. But that's pretty much in line with like. Um, you should be able to fly in Orbos. That's dumb. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be cool just to be able to fly around Orbos? Like, yeah, it would. It, yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, dumbasses. But and then yeah, once you do that, uh, currently nine chapters to complete. Oh, there's currently nine chapters. Yeah, and then I think once you finish it, you get your mount. And you know your covenant. Oh, mount. is it a class? Is it oh covenant mount? Okay. Right. So Maldrax just gets the corpse fly. Um, oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. The, that's it. Night Fae gets their wolf serpents. The Elise uh, Kyrians get the Elysian Aquilon, which I don't remember what that was. Was that the flying lion? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the Venthyr get the. Uh, the gargoyle one. So I don't know. That's just kind of that's just kind of it. Just do story quests and get flying. I don't know how much it's going to cost, but I don't feel like it's going to be too bad. I mean, the most expensive flying I think still is like what five k or something like that. Yeah, even if it is, I don't even know if it's that I mean, much that's anymore. like chump change now. You know, so, so that's yeah, that. that's a that's a weekly turn in of uh, <laughs> your covenant quests. Yeah, you get know, around a couple. Um, another thing that they've done is they've made some changes to the Torghast stuff. So, a while back, I went through that on the PTR and was telling you guys about how they have like that hot streak thing for your um, empowered bar or whatever, and how that kind of. I think help raises your score and all that stuff because you can kill things faster. Um, they are changing how it works. So it used to be as you killed things, it would build up and it would kind of decay over time or whatever. Now it's going to be, it's going to last for a certain amount of time based on how full it is, but you choose when to activate it. Mm. So it's, you can fill it up and activate it. It doesn't, uh, so it doesn't decay over time, and it doesn't have a death reduction. So, like, if you die and you haven't used it, it doesn't reduce it. So you, so basically, it's just a gate. It's just another resource gauge you're gonna just passively build up, and then can use it to like either on floor bosses or whatever. So it's it's interesting thing. So it's it's to remove, um, it as a type of streak counter kind of thing to kind of push 
things to make it feel more like you have to go fast to keep it up. Whereas now you gotta you, go fast. Yep, yeah, gotta go fast. You don't have to sonic it. Um, you know, whereas <laughs> it's just now like a beneficial resource you're gonna have to use. So it's you're not gonna feel as impacted using it, or you know, having it waste away if you are going through a stretch where there's no mobs. You know what I mean? So you're not right. So I don't know if you can turn it on and off, like use it. I think it's probably just to activate it until it depletes and then it's gone. I don't, and I don't know if while it's activated, if it will refill a little bit while you're still going. So I don't know about that, but I think that's a, an interesting change. I don't think it's bad. Sounds good. So far, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't the, know. Um, the other one was the this uh, magical mega dungeon. Um, it, so, what I didn't realize before was that I guess there was gear in... Oh, what is it called? Torvash? Is it Torvash? What's Torvash? Tasavesh? Or Tasavesh is what you have written down. The mega dungeon. Yeah, you go. That's what it is. Yeah. So uh, apparently there was gear that you could level up from there. Like with Valor like stuff? The, yeah. Um, which I thought would have been neat. But then I guess they just upgraded it to 226 completely. Hmm. So it's supposed to be um, a decent leveling, or you know, uh, um, gear increase mechanic or gimmick or... <laughs> whatever you want to call it is that for um, um what level is it mythic only is this the one that starts off mythic only i don't know like if it's mythic because only mechagon started i assume off it is only. because that was it right i i think uh i don't know that i've seen that that that, that announcement was only like like it was only one item level so i assume that's probably the case yeah, I would assume that it's going to be mythic only to start with until a little bit when they add it to Dungeon Finder as heroic as well. Because they right. did that with uh, Operation Mechagon, right? You know, it started off, it was a mythic only dungeon with eight bosses. So, I mean, that was the dungeon. And the same thing with Karazhan when that was a dungeon. It's, you know, they added it in and then eventually they split it up and it'll probably get split up again for keys uh, you know, broken in half so that, you know, to wherever they decide that that's the, um, the appropriate split or whatever for, you know, queuing for heroics and doing the, um, whatnot. Yep. The only other thing there was, uh, uh, something about a hard mode. Um, hold on just one second, please. Yeah, the um, something about a hard mode. So I didn't really dig too far into it. And to be honest, I haven't really kept up with the development of that dungeon. I watched a few things on Twitch um, when people were going through it. And again, it just looked like, you know, um, a, f a fancy Orbos looking place that was full of traders and some complicated... Um, you know, mechanics as far as some of the bosses were concerned. Well, uh, in, I mean, in like a marketplace, but, yeah. but as soon as, as soon as I saw something about potentially a, uh, 
well, <laughs> potentially a hard mode. I'm like, that's. I mean, Mechagon. Thank God, somebody's been listening to the podcast. Mecha, no, Operation Mecha, <laughs> Operation Mechagon had a hard mode. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Yeah, because you like, you had to kill everything without dying. Yeah. Right, and then you get to the final boss, and then it had that extra mechanic where you had to do the Simon Says shit. You had to push oh. the buttons in the right order. Okay. Well. And, right. That yeah. was hard mode. Well, the the hard mode was not um dying. No. Right. That was the achievement that you got for getting your um for getting your um rank 4 like thing. Um that was the achievement. You could do the hard mode, you could die and still do the hard mode. Um you just didn't uh you didn't get the achievement and exterminate life and everything or whatever. And what was the fucking hard? Because we did the that was the hard mode, like where you had to like touch all the things and stuff. Like so, when you went yeah. in and you did the hard mode, you had to do it. Um, you had to go to the area right where the things were. Um, where the ship was, right? That did the hard mode for the outside area, right? You did all the the area with the ship. Oh, okay. You had to kill the first three bosses while the aerial unit was above them. Yeah. That's the first part. Yeah. Um. So you had to do that. Then you had to kill the suppression unit, mm-hmm. which is fine. That's not whatever. And then, oh, you have to kick the dog shit into the furnace yeah. to piss off the dog. Yeah. The robot dog. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, that one. So, and then I think that was it. One, so just the first three bosses when the unit was flying over them, kicked the dog shit in, and then King Mechagon pushed the button to yeah. start. The, Are you saying literally kicked the dog shit in? Yes, it is a pile of dog shit. Yeah. Okay. With, with like bolts <laughs> and shit, and you kick it, and it goes into the furnace, and it pisses the dog off. Oh, and it makes it, <laughs> and it starts the heart. Oh, I'm sorry, it's a pile of robo waste. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's dog shit. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. engineering uh, supplies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the the not dying part was was yeah, the right. requirement that you needed to get the um the mount. to get the no no oh the rank four to get the rank four because I have the mount. <laughs> I'm just gonna shut up. Because I was the one who got the mount when we did it the one time that we did it. I'll say I never, I never did Mechagon until the heroic version came out or something. I think maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, that right. was a lot of people because it was a fucking eight. It was a mythic. Yeah, it was long. dungeon, and it was eight, and it was long. And you- and the problem that I have with it is that there's not any way to save it to save your progress. That's what I feel like they need to do is they need to make a way to save your progress. So it's an eight-man dungeon, and that's great. I love that like they made treat, those. Treat it like a small raid yes. or something like that. I love yeah. that they made those eight-man dungeons, but I don't have six hours eight to spend dungeon. in there. It's still a five-man eight, yeah, dungeon. Yeah, eight-boss eight dungeon. I don't have six hours to spend in there trying to do the stuff. Let me kill a boss a night. You know, and have it not reset or, you know what I mean? Like, make it so I can save my progress. The problem is with that is that you could have people getting to the end and then, like, stealing the lockouts. Like they would do with dungeons or, like, raids. You know what I mean? 
So, yeah, I think there's another problem there to talk about. But <laughs> I mean, um, you know, the reality is like it, it's true, and and really, you know, they really should start uh, trying to look into creating, you know, smaller raid type content which these dungeons these these mega dungeons even regular dungeons sometimes have the epicness of what a raid uh is right yeah. or represents um so the reality is like they really should embrace more of it and treat it as such like yeah like does it need to have a daily lockout i don't think so probably not like give it the half the loot of a lfr or, or level of lfr or something like that and lock it out for a week or lock it out every three days like they used to do with certain raids, you know? Yeah, you're making them mini raids at that point. And that's technically exactly. what it is. It's a five-man raid. Like, uh, well, like what was the... Uh, I guess it's uh, Upper Black Rock Spire. It was a 10-man, wasn't it? Or you could do up to 10-man? Yeah. I think it was a 10-man raid. I never did it back then. When it was like, I didn't that. either, but I, I think that's what it was. Um, which I think you could get 10 people into like Scalamance and stuff like that, but um, it wasn't actually a five man dungeon, not a 10 man raid. But, anyways, yeah. something of that nature, right? Get, get away from the, the idea of locked number instances, right? Just, just, just make it a certain way and let people do it the way they want to do it and, you know, uh, treat it in a way where people can. Yeah, it's more accessible in that way, but not, you know, loot pinatas, you know, where you just go in and, and obliterate it every day. Because um, the real idea is, I don't know what the item levels are for going into the next tier of content. But if 226 is a fairly high level, like compared to a LFR or something like that for the next raid, then I, I probably wouldn't have a lockout every single day for a dungeon of that size, right? If eight chances to get loot, that's damn near the amount of bosses you'd have in a raid. And you're going to have that same, almost same item level gear. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't know if that's, but it would be cool though. Like if they did something like that and even increase the, the item level rewards to kind of match up. Right. Um, closer to a, cause it'd be cool in this case, it, consider like situation like for us where, uh, we we kind of put heroic on pause just because you know we're, we're kind of burned out or, or whatever we don't have the manpower and stuff like that. But then we can roll back to the mega dungeon that has close to the same reward level as maybe a normal. You know what I mean? And and kind of trek through there or 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 do some alt leveling or or you know what I mean? Gearing up and stuff like that through it. That would kind of be engaging. Yeah. Um, for less people, you know. Uh, just stuff like that. Yeah. Well, there's one really important thing I think that we have yet to talk about that's coming up. And I, don't know, I think, Brian, you probably wanted to to bring that up. Oh, yeah. So the the biggest technological advancement in the history of online gaming. Uh, and it And it took, gosh, it took Blizzard what? How long has it been? 17, 17 years? 17 years? Almost. And they finally made 
a reconnect button so you don't have to exit out of the game when the thing fails from the Battle.net authentication. Oh. <laughs> That's so God. funny. Oh, well, I hate that. It happens all the time. Like, yeah. You don't know your um, password? No, no, no. I mean, so you log into your Battle.net and then it passes those credentials over or tokenizes it and sends it through, right? Yeah. Well, if if you're not logged into Battle.net, Oh. Or your token expires on Battle.net, you can still click play, but then you get to the screen and you have to type in all your stuff. I'm sorry, I don't want to type in my stuff anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> Over that point in my life, um, <laughs> don't make me type stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. So, or I don't, I don't remember the other situations because, given this case, that's probably not going to match up because you'd have to have credentials in to try to reconnect. But when you get disconnected or something like that and you get hit to the screen where it wants you to put credentials back in. Yeah, that's annoying. You've already been in like, you know what I mean? So a lot of people will click exit and and go back and and play again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really just passing that, you know, whatever token that hasn't expired yet. It's just passing that back through essentially. Obviously, I don't know for sure what they use, but in that case, that's what it seems like it's doing. So. Um, if the token is already there in Battle.net, they have seemingly just created a function of some sort to go out and fetch that while you're in the game still, um, which is what was needed because, you know, you're already in the damn game. Just let them reconnect already. So, um, but I just thought it was hilarious because it was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was big. It's uh, a big deal. It's big news. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> it was one of the. It was one of the highlights, I think, on MMO Champion one day too, and stuff. That's, and it's like, oh it's god! Like, and it wasn't even funny. It was just released nine point one already for it, God's it sake. It was <laughs> it was like data mined. It wasn't even like people like found it. I don't think like anybody accidentally got DC'd and saw it. I think somebody data mined it and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. good to know that they're spending the time needed to fix the little things. Yeah, right. exactly. Right, things that you know could have been in it's, it's all quality of life the rest of the yeah. rest of the game's life cycle is going to be quality of life i mean and honestly like that is the main reason like i like the quality of life improvements that is the main reason that i don't really play classic that much or bc that much is i like the quality of life improvements they make things better and i don't want to sit there and you know have to carry around all of my mounts in my bags. I don't want to, you know, I like having all of my toys. I like having all of my, you know, collectibles in a little collectible window. I like that. That's, for you know, me, that's nice. I like being able to transmog. Honestly, for mounts, I think they they should not have put them in a tab. They should have made it so that you had to go to a stable and pick which mount you were going to have. Mm. And you take that mount out. And you could have two. You have one for flying and one for ground or whatever. Right. And then it's like when you want to swap them out, you go to the stable. And then you never have to keep them on you. And But it also makes – I get why it is the way it is well, and all that stuff. I don't know. Choices like, and stuff like that. But it would just make it more – Immersive. Yeah. But it's it would also be yeah. frustrating because think about it. I don't care. Think about the the yak. Like, how many times do you want to transmog something and you don't have that mount on you? Like, that feels bad. I you mean, know? I would have one mount that was my flying mount that works on the ground and then the yak. Oh, God. I mean, 
And I, then you're always stuck with the yak because yeah. it's the most functional. Yeah. It, yeah. That's why they got rid of the, um, the, uh, little water walker dude is because people yeah. were always feeling like they had to use. I because I it, got it. And then they implemented that like a month later. Oh God. Yeah, I've said, had it for years, but got it. yeah. Oh God. This guy. <laughs> yeah. I've had it. If this I, prick gets it. Then enable this for everybody. <laughs> I've had it for a while and I did get a lot of use out of it, but it is does still feel bad. I, mean, I went and put in the work to do it. So it feels bad that, you know, all, everybody gets it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't, I get it. Look, I play Death Knights. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> That's kind of like with flying for me. I don't really use any other. I play Druids. I don't use any other mount but the flight, you know, flight form right. for my Druid. I mean, Warriors can just sleep over the water anyway, so. Yeah. That's right. But you know what I mean? So it is, it's kind of wasted for me. I'm kind of like, eh, flying mounts doesn't matter, you know. Um, and then I also would use um, the fishing pole um, for water walking for the artifact when I was going over water. So I would just be oh, in my regular form and just have a button to sw- swap into my fishing pole and then hmm. just use that, which is amazing. Um, so I would like I, I'm just waiting for the day they take that out. You know, yeah. oh, no longer can you water walk with the artifact fishing pole, you know. Uh, How dare you be useful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah God speaking forbid. Of, speaking of being useful, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, use our ripcord here and go ahead and pull it and end the episode. Oh, my God. It's been a... That was the that worst. Was just so <laughs> terrible. No! That Cut was... it out. Cut it out. Just go ahead, <laughs> honey. Just this. This. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> That's, oh, that was a Christ. better segue than your segue. Okay. Thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> we talked a little bit about, and we talked a lot of bit about TBC, <laughs> and we talked oh. about some changes in nine one, and Jim made the worst segue ever. Yeah. And <laughs> check us out at facebook.com slash server restart in, or shoot us a tweet at server underscore restart. And uh, until next week, bye. Bye. <laughs>